Hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to Unpacking Potato, the podcast where I, Honey, the self-proclaimed potato, unpack a variety of different topics. I wanted to read a review from Apple Podcasts because I realize I haven't done that in a while. I have a handful. So this is the second one and it was uh, submitted by someone with the username (laughs) QWRYIOOU. etc. They called it excited listener. They said, honey is such a treat to listen to. She comes at these topics in a very respectable and open manner, encouraging the opening of a dialogue between us women. Love it and love her. Thank you so much. Um, That means so much to me that you think that I am very open and respectable. That's very important to me going forward. So thank you so much. These reviews on Apple Podcasts and the messages you send me on Instagram or the emails, they mean so much to me. I am really enjoying this whole process of making these episodes and getting feedback like that is just so encouraging. And I also just got an email that Spotify is going to be allowing ratings and reviews soon, um, I think in the new year. So watch out for that if you're a Spotify listener. I would love to hear from you. Today is going to be a shorter episode because I know that in the holiday season you might not have time to sit down and listen to a long episode so i'm going to try to keep it as short as possible today but as always if you ever need me to elaborate on anything or talk more in depth about a topic feel free to message me about that and i'm happy to do so so today's episode i wanted to talk a little bit about boundaries it's the holiday season you're seeing your family or maybe you're not seeing your family depending on where you are in the world depending on covid all these things um but in the holiday season, there's usually these expectations to see friends and family, and there's a lot of pressure. (laughs) There's a lot of pressure, there's a lot of expectations, and there's just like a lot of interactions that may or may not be positive. So I wanted to talk about boundaries um, and, you know, about how to set boundaries, what are good boundaries, what are some boundaries that you probably should set for yourself as well, because it's not just about boundaries between you and other people. It also can be boundaries that you make with yourself. Um, And I wanted to empower you to make boundaries because a lot of the time we don't feel like we can make boundaries or that things are worth um, putting boundaries up for. But I just think it's important, especially during the holiday season. So speaking of boundaries for today's mindful moment, um, just in case you get into a situation where you're a little bit more activated, a little bit more stressed out, I wanted to go through an exercise that you can do in that moment. <laughs> so you're not going to be wanting to, you know, move your, roll your shoulders back or doing those things or massage your temples. Maybe you do. Um, but I wanted to do a breathing exercise with you that you can do and a grounding exercise. So for breathing, um, box breathing is what this is. So picture a box. You're going to start at the left bottom corner and move up the box in a deep breath in and hold that breath as you go across the top of the box and breathe out as you go down the box. And you hold that breath out as you go back across the bottom of the box to the left corner. Some people also um, go from the top left corner across to breathe in and then hold on the way down and then breathe out on the way from the right bottom corner to the left bottom corner and like just start the box in a different corner. Um, I like to do it starting from the bottom corner because I think visually breathing in as you go up the box makes more sense, (laughs) but it really is whatever you want (laughs) and what is more effective for you. 
there's a visual that helps with this so I will try to find a visual aid for you and post it on the Instagram um, and this breathing technique can is many different things people some people call it like three four five or um, whatever set six seven eight it really depends on um, who you've learned it from or how you do it but basically you want to breathe in deep hold it for a certain amount of time and then let it go slowly for a certain amount of seconds and then hold that out as well and repeat so I some people tell me to do like eight ten seconds I can't hold my breath for that long comfortably <laughs> so I like to do you know four to six seconds um, but yeah that just visual visualizing that box can be very helpful and another grounding technique I'd like to do when you're feeling a little bit more activated more anxious more stressed out is I want you to think about five things around you right now that you can see four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. So this is the five, four, three, two, one, <laughs> using all your senses um, technique. So for the things you can see, you know, very self-explanatory. For things you can feel, um, I usually like to try to find textures like something smooth, like my palm, if I'm feeling my palm or squishy <laughs> or my pants, if they're soft. And I like to try to identify the feeling as well, rather than just like, you know, pants, hands. I like to be like, okay, that's soft and that's fuzzy, or this is squishy or whatever. Um, three things you can hear that could be like a tapping of a foot or ticking of a clock or something like that two things you can smell again and then the one thing you can taste I always find that one a little bit harder because like what am I tasting like my mouth <laughs> um, but maybe you just have some coffee in your hand or something like that and you can focus on that so those two techniques are like the very basic ones to try to help with um, anxiety and kind of regulate your body and ground it to bring you back. Um, it's a mindfulness technique and I hope that it helps if you are ever in a situation um, in this holiday season or in the future that you might feel a little bit uneasy and this can help you get through that moment. So a lot of the time when we talk about boundaries, I think it's talked about in a relationship sense, like a romantic relationship. So boundaries within partnerships, um, boundaries in dating, that kind of thing, which are all very important. But I also think that it's important to remember boundaries within yourself and boundaries out within your family and friends. It's a lot harder, in my opinion, to set boundaries with yourself and your family and friends because you might think that you don't need any boundaries within yourself. You can handle anything that comes out your way and you can handle everything, but doesn't mean that you can't set a few boundaries to help you out or a few boundaries to help you remember um, where your limits are. So a boundary could be very simply, if you have a social event, um, you give yourself a night off right after, or like you don't book yourself three social events in a row um, because you know that after one social event, you can feel you know very drained. And that's very, very normal nowadays especially with COVID and with um, the decrease in social interactions with people we tend to it's it's almost like we're out of practice so like that's totally normal again just an example if you're a totally social person then maybe a boundary is that you try to book something at least once a week to get yourself out there um, safely in order to fill that battery if being in a social setting is what fills your battery so it really depends on what you like but basically the boundary is figure out what works for you and what is best in terms of your limits and that's the biggest 
homework assignment here is to figure out your own limits. What is it that you thrive off of? What is it that you struggle with? What is it that you like doing? What is it what is it that you don't like doing? And within that um, self-awareness exercise, you can kind of learn to realize like where your boundaries are and don't let your uh, FOMO (laughs) or your um, inner mind, like your little inner voice being like, no, you should be there. Like all your friends are there. You really should be there. Kind of get the better of you and make sure you set those boundaries with yourself being like, yes, I know my friends will be there, but I will see them next week at this event instead. So it's okay if I meet, if I miss this one or um yes I know I have this chore to do at my house but I need to go to this event to um feel good and feel social and active and then I will do this at home later or whatever it can really go either way in terms of that these are just examples like obviously your boundaries are personal to you um I think that the importance of setting boundaries within yourself is really um, underrated these days. Um, I was actually talking to my partner about this when I was saying I was going to be recording this episode and he was like, well, why are boundaries important for ourselves? Like he was trying to get my mind rolling. Um, And I was like, well, what is a boundary? Like what's the purpose of setting a boundary? And what a boundary does, it is it protects you. It Uh, keeps your own comfort levels safe and it helps you from giving too much basically that's how I see it I see it as protecting your time your space your comfort your mental health um it it, you know it, it protects you so when you set these boundaries you're doing a service to yourself um but sometimes might feel like you're doing a disservice to others. And that is the kind of give and take. And a lot of the times we prefer to disservice ourselves if it means pleasing others, if it means holding up to their expectations, because that's what we think we should do, because that's what society has, you know, ingrained in us. So when I say that you deserve to have boundaries for yourself, it's really what I'm saying is you deserve to honor what your needs are and what your wants are in that moment. And if you find that setting boundaries with certain people is difficult because of the relationship you have or the environment, um, then we need to figure out ways to navigate that and handle that in a way where we're comfortable um, and we keep ourselves safe in the process. So it's times like these, I wish that I was recording these live and I had people to um, talk to and bounce ideas back and forth from so I could get real life examples instead of having to make up scenarios. (laughs) But I will do my best to make up some um, examples so that maybe you could utilize these tools or these ways of talking, I guess, um, when you are faced with having to set boundaries with people. So when my partner asked me, okay, so how would you go about setting a boundary with a family member who repeatedly brings up a topic that you don't want to talk about? And you know, the very classic, um, 
like this isn't our examples, but examples of people going home for the holidays. And if you're single, being bombarded with questions of like, oh, are you dating anyone? Like, who are you seeing or anything like that? Um, And maybe you're not out to your family with your sexuality and maybe you're dating, maybe you're a woman dating a woman and you're feeling uncomfortable talking about that because you um, are afraid of how they're going to react or whatever the situation might be. You just don't want to talk about it. And so what I would say is, um, hey, can we not talk about that topic? I really want to enjoy my time right now and that topic makes me feel uncomfortable or I just would rather not talk about it and then he came back at me with okay well what if that family member says oh um, we're just joking around we're just playing around we want to get to know how your life like what's wrong with you and like put it back on you what would you say and I said well what I would say is I understand your curiosity about my life but that's not a conversation that I would like to be having right now um, in this setting. Like say you're like with a bunch of family members, you're really put on the spot um, and you can say, I'd rather talk about something else more interesting and then kind of flip the conversation to somebody else. And while I was telling him this, I was thinking to myself, like, it's good to have a backup plan. So say you know who's going to be there, what family members are going to be there. What I would do in that situation is prepare a few talking points. And this might sound weird, but prepare a couple things. Like maybe someone in the family just had a baby or maybe somebody just had a, got a new dog. Maybe someone started a new job, whatever it is, something exciting and fun that you know that they're going to want to talk about. Um, and that you know they you know that's not an uncomfortable conversation topic for that other person family member friend whoever and if i like when when someone says to you let's oh let's talk about this and you're like no i don't want to talk about that and then you say nothing it can get kind of awkward it can put you in an uncomfortable situation but if you already have like a talking point in mind and you can flip it to a different conversation topic that's more positive and that's more um something that someone else actually doesn't want to talk about then you can suggest that rather than just staying silent then it'll take the attention off of you it'll give you something to say it'll take that awkward silence moment away so if someone says like hey honey like you're you've been single forever like who are you when are you going to date someone i can just say oh i don't really want to talk about that right now um instead can we talk about how um so and so just got a new job like that's so interesting like how are you liking it and that way you can just really easily kind of swoop that conversation away And this might be like a no-brainer. You might be listening to this being like, well, yeah, duh, that sounds, you know, fair. But in that situation when you're feeling uncomfortable, you might freeze. And doing these exercises or preparing these little things um, can help in that moment. When you freeze, you can literally practice these things beforehand, like depending on your comfort level. If you have a very high level of anxiety going to a certain event, there is nothing wrong with practicing these types of techniques to try to pull the attention away from you there's no shame in it absolutely and it actually will prepare you better going in and you'll feel more confident you'll feel um, better you'll feel like you won't stumble around your words you won't feel stuck because you already have these things prepared and even if you haven't prepared it can be hard in the moment for sure Um, but a lot of times that's when role-playing can be really helpful if you have a friend and be like hey can you tell me like all these different things and I'm going to react to them as I would um, in person type of thing. 
that can be really helpful. But in order to do that, having some talking points in mind, like I was, like I was saying, um, can be very helpful to move things along and away from the conversation that you don't want to talk about. And that would be setting a boundary, but like almost indirectly setting that boundary, you're setting a boundary and then you're also moving them along to a different topic to kind of pull focus away. Sometimes you can try to set a boundary and it is not well received for whatever reason, um, whether it's the dynamic of the relationship, the person's or the person's own beliefs or values or whatever. Um, There are certain times where directly setting boundaries with people actually doesn't serve um, a purpose because it can be just extra stress for you. So this is another thing that I wanted to share. For me, what I like to do is kind of the pros and cons list, I guess. Like, is this person going to be receptive of this boundary? Um, Have I tried this before? So here's my thing is if you've already tried before multiple times and if, if you've been direct with them and they still don't respect you, then that's not on you anymore. And that's not on you communicating your boundary anymore. That's on them. And then you need to think about, is it healthy for you to spend time with this person, even with these boundaries being um, broken all the time or being not respected? Like, is it a okay environment? for you and if it's something that you can handle if it's something minor then that's something that you can decide for yourself Um, but if it's something not minor and if it's actually very detrimental to your mental health and your um, state of mind at the time of interacting with them then I think it's time to kind of redirect that boundary with inward and say okay do I need to set this boundary with myself and be like okay I'm not going to go to this event with that person there or I'm just not going to try to talk to them I'm going to avoid but like you know it's it's really up to you and it's really dependent on the situation situation but I do want to make it very clear that just because you send a boundary doesn't mean it's always going to be respected and it's important to acknowledge that and accept that going in because if we think setting a boundary is going to work every single time and that's the expectation that we set then we could get hurt all, a lot of the time and it's good to have well for me anyway I like to have like a contingency plan almost like okay what's going to happen if they don't respect it like kind of like the person before who dismissed the boundary of not wanting to talk about dating life um, and like saying your joking or whatever and coming back with okay well then like let's talk about this instead like just that's kind of a bit of a plan b situation right because they're not really um, accepting what you're saying and they're not listening and some people that's just going to be the case and if it's somebody um, very important in your life um, and it's hard for you to not avoid them but I guess yeah like avoid them or not see them over the holidays or whatever then it's something that you need to um, prepare yourself for going in then we need to come up with like a little bit of a game plan in our head to deal with it so whether that's okay at the dinner table I'm gonna try to sit away from this person and I'm sure you do all this um in your like in the back of your head and you avoid them like that anyway but to have that conversation with yourself in your head and be like okay these are the reasons and I've done everything I can in my power to try to make this relationship um in a way where we can be mutually respected but if it's not respectful then it's not on me and because a lot of the time we try to set these boundaries and they're not well received and we blame it on ourselves um, or other people might even blame you for being the one to set that boundary but it's so important to sit with yourself and have that like literal 
fact check of, okay, no, I was respectful. I said these things. I was very clear. I was very direct. And they decided to either not listen or just straight up disrespect me or whatever. And have that conversation with yourself to remind yourself that it's not on you. You're not quote unquote crazy um, because it can be really frustrating and it can be crazy making because you can really feel like, okay, did I say something wrong for them not to understand me? Because you know, kind of the way we think is anyone in their right mind would respect those boundaries, um, whatever those might be. But you need to remember that no, it's not on you. You've done everything in your power. And if other people feel differently, then that's on them. And that's a choice that they're making. And it has nothing to do with you or um, the boundary that you made. You made that boundary because you, you know, felt you need to. And that is 100% okay. And I really want that message to come across because we so often in our lives, we think, and I said this earlier, we think it's easier to disservice ourselves and to put ourselves to the side to make others more comfortable. And women especially do this like so much more often in my experience from the stories that I've heard. This happens so much more often because we're trained societally speaking and if you've heard any of my other episodes you'll be like honey we know you say this all the time um but it's really ingrained into us that we cannot be selfish and doing anything for ourselves is selfish especially if you're a mother like oh my gosh that's a whole other story um but yeah as women um we need to be not selfish and we need to make sure that we're kind and smile and keep the peace and all these things um but you know what that's not the case anymore uh we actually deserve to be respected and we deserve to um have relationships with people that are comfortable and safe for us we don't have to put on a nice space anymore for people and if other people are going against our boundaries then we you don't owe anybody anything you've given all the chances in the world to tell that person hey these are these are my boundaries please meet them um i respect you you respect me here we go type of thing and if it's doesn't happen then that's totally on them and i just really want you to remember that because you're important and you're deserving of being in safe environments and you deserve to have you know happy encounters with people and you shouldn't have to sit there and endure any kind of treatment that you don't deserve um yeah so <laughs> went a little hard there, but I, I hope that's uh, easily understandable and I'm going to keep my promise and keep this episode short. I hope that this episode, um, even if it was short, was enough to help you feel empowered to set those boundaries with yourself, with your family, with your friends, your loved ones, everybody, um, and give you the I guess tools to do that in a way that is safe to you. Um, if you have any questions, if you'd like me to elaborate on anything, again, please feel free to message me on Instagram at unpackingpotato, or you can email me um, unpackingpotato at gmail.com. Or if you want to stay anonymous, you can always use the Google form as well. And I just want to remind you to be kind to yourself and gentle with yourself. This time of year can be 
stereotypically known as a very happy and joyous time of year, but I know for a lot of people it isn't. Um, it definitely wasn't for me a year ago. Um, it was a very lonely and sad time, and I just want you to know that you're not alone. And if you are feeling lonely, if you're feeling sad, that's okay. Your feelings are totally valid. And just remember that this moment will pass as well. Um, I really didn't think when I was in the thick of it last year that it would end the you know loneliness and misery but it did and this year is much better so I hope I can just remind you to be kind to yourself and gentle with yourself and it's okay to feel your feelings it's totally totally okay as always, thank you so much for listening today. If you're listening during the day, I hope you have a great day. If you're listening in the evening, I hope you have the best sleep ever. And I'll catch you next time. Bye. As always, thank you to my partner, Vince, for the wonderful music. And this episode was brought to you by potatoes. <laughs>